Live from the nation's capital in Portland, Trista Crick's out there. Nick Ashew back here just a few, uh, few blocks from Nats Park. Nationals up 3-1 on the Brewers right now. Sonny Gray on the bump. Like to see it. This is good, Trista. couple Guess years. What? My Nats will be in there aggressive at the trade deadline again. It won't be, won't be sellers anymore. It's going to be nice. It's just going to take uh, probably as long as the Mets, maybe longer to build a contender. Guess what? Oh, what? That doesn't sound good. The Tampa Bay Rays are up 4-0 on our Yankees. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it really yeah. is a shame. It's only uh, the bottom of the third uh, inning as well. So <laughs> I know. I Not know ugly you're fast, like right we now. said. <laughs> oh, Carlos Rodon, tell it, say it ain't so. Not a 70 RA for the game. It's, I mean, the the fall off of this Yankees team has been just, I mean, they, yeah, it's like, it was like, it, the beginning of last year was the same way, and then they at least turned, turned things around, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, is this the best team in baseball? There was that stretch, remember that? And it was like, oh my God, look at this. And then, you know, obviously Aaron Judge and the season he had was a whole other thing, and then it's just been falling off a cliff the rest of the way. So, and look, that we that's a really... They, this team could be the best team ever in yeah. baseball last year. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it was... It's It can happen very, very quickly. You know, that's the thing about baseball, and that's why betting on baseball is so frustrating, especially still this time of year, like midsummer. Guys go through slumps, and none of it makes any sense. Like, they just stop being able to hit a baseball. And that's one of the hardest things to do in sports. I get it. But, oh, my God, it gets to the point where you just go, I, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a very hard sport to bet. Uh, I try to keep the volume very low. If you're betting a lot of baseball on a night-to-night basis, the truth is so you're probably losing a lot of money. So you might as well just find a couple things you feel good about and just stick with that. Uh, and some trends that you can follow really like well. Like fading the Yankees? Trying Would to that be one? Yeah. Would that be one of them? Yeah. 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 Just do it. You <laughs> set it. As we call it, my grandma would say, set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Auto bet every single game. Fade the Yankees. And then you just you go from there. So another thing that's pretty much automatic this time of year is everybody's got like rankings. You know, ESPN does their like top players in the NBA. And then everybody else does one like that too. And then there's the newer thing that's become a trend is quarterback tiers. I like this a lot better than just ranking players because some guys are both... Like, you can have players that are similar in terms of level of play, importance to team, uh, ceiling, whatever that is, but they're just not the same player. And it's close enough where you kind of group them into certain categories where, to me, it's more honest. It makes more sense. Well, Mike Sando of The Athletic just put out his quarterback tiers... And I think it's a great way to look at this, and there's two things you can take away. I mean, there's a lot of things, but there's two big things for me. One, it's finding a quarterback or two that can make a big jump this season. And then two, going and looking at some of the uh, quarterback props that are out there on the market and taking advantage of those before those change. My big quarterback bet this offseason is over 26.5 passing touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence. He had 25 last year, and the first half of the season, he was not the same quarterback that he was the second half. I love that. I bet that a while ago. I tell everybody to bet it because I think that it's a great bet. But here's what we're looking at, Trista, for just... We'll just go with, like, probably the top half of the tiers here, and then we'll go from there because there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot we can do. All right, it's, the top tier is Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, uh, Rodgers, and Herbert, which are basically described as quarterbacks that can carry their team each week, the team wins because of them, and they expertly handle pure, pure, pure passing situations and no real holes in their game. 
So let's just start with that. Any problems with Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Rodgers, and Herbert as the Tier 1 quarterbacks in the NFL? I don't think I have a problem with it. No. I mean, I would say that Aaron Rodgers is is borderline Tier mm-hmm. 2 just because of the age. And last year, some of the throws that he was making were a little suspect, uh, even to young receivers. But when he has good receivers, he's been his entire career very, very good. But I don't know. Is he is he better than, than Justin Herbert as a pure thrower, as a pure passer right now, today, in 2023? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Because, listen, Justin Herbert was held back a lot uh, in the offense that he had last year, pretty much his entire career. So a little bit more history or a little bit more context, both Trista and Nick, uh, with Sando's piece. He talked to voters, basically people who are all around the league, mm-hmm. to help him do this. And I'll, I'll read directly from The Athletic. The quarterback tiers results are here, complete with commentary from the 50 NFL coaches and executives who were granted anonymity to share unvarnished evaluations. <laughs> this year, the 50 league insiders who placed 30 veteran QBs into tiers include HEMs, 10 head coaches, 15 coordinators, 10 executives, 4 QB coaches, and 3 who are involved in coaching analytics. And then they, you know, he's got his yeah. little mathematical sort of formula. The thing about Rodgers, Tristy, you bring up a great point, but just listening to the quotes from everybody else, they said, and one, uh, a voter with NFC North experience said, Brady goes to Tampa. He has more talent around him. He hoists the receiver, hosts the receivers at his house for throwing sessions. He has a great year. Rodgers goes to the Jets. He's got more talent around him. He's clearly more motivated. He was at the OTAs, which is something that didn't happen when he was at his former stop. He's been part of the offseason program. It's the same thing. But somebody else did bring up the age, just like Trista did. Father Time is undefeated, a voter who placed the 39-year-old Rodgers in Tier 2. Ding, 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 Miss Crick. Brady always won by his arm and never had to use his feet. Aaron used his feet more in the past, and I think that part of his game has left him. He's accurate, but I don't think he can do it for a 17-game season. He has to have other dimensions to help him take it to that winning level every time. That's what I, that's my take. That is my, that paragraph right now could have been that you just read, Scott. Great, great quote, because that could have been quoted by me. Aaron Rodgers threw for 3,600 yards last year, Trista, and didn't throw for 300 yards in a single game the entire year. Now, the receiving core is a lot more talented with the Jets. I don't think anybody's going to question that. Uh, I'm sad Ryan's not here to defend his God right now in Aaron Rodgers, but... I am concerned that Aaron Rodgers may be at least seeing that level of regression that at some point happens. Now, am I going to sit here and say Aaron Rodgers is washed? I think the Jets are going to win seven games. No, because if I'm doing that, I'm I'm being disingenuous. I'm not serious about it, and I'm doing it so our social team can clip it and people can yell at me on Twitter. I do plenty of other stuff for that. Are we still calling it Twitter? No, it's still Twitter. It's not X. X. So there you go. X. 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 Put it on X. X. But, I mean, you go look at the end of the season. One, that loss to Detroit was a massive problem, and that is a glaring black eye that Aaron Rodgers has from last season. 205 yards passing, 159 against Minnesota, 238, 229. I know they were running the ball a lot more, but there's a chance that they're going to run the ball a lot with the Jets as well. So, like, where is Aaron Rodgers going to be in his first season 
with young receivers, too. Like, I get that you brought a couple of veterans over that you're comfortable with, but in reality, he didn't want to work with the young receivers they had in Green Bay. And that's why the offense struggled at the beginning of last season. And then Christian Watson came along, and, and you know, and, and um, Romeo Dobbs was, was somebody that was finally kind of found a rhythm in that offense. I... I think there is a little bit of it's Aaron Rodgers and his name is included in this because of what he's done his entire career, and we think that the fresh start will make the difference. This would be my question to you, Scott, since you brought this up here too. Would Aaron Rodgers be considered the top-tier quarterback getting these votes, getting this credit if he was still in Green Bay with that team versus where he is with the Jets and this upgraded roster now? Uh, I don't think it's the same. Quick answer, no way in hell. Yes. That's that's it. There's also, and this is fascinating, uh, another another person. Green Bay played four I was, games. I was on just turf about to get year, that. I was, I was I was just about to go there, Scott. Exactly. Yep. Go ahead. Green Bay played four games on turf last year. One executive noted. Guess how many the Jets play this year? Fourteen. Huge difference for a guy who turns 40 in December and has already had some lower leg injuries, including calf strains. Hackett's offense has that boot package, the wide stretch runs. It's a lot of pounding on a surface that's tough on an old guy's legs. Aaron yes. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, 20 to 1 for the most regular season passing yards in the NFL. Like, I think that offense is going to be good, but there's no way I would touch something like that. No way. No. So, I don't yeah. care how much motivation you have, honestly. I don't care how much you want to be at OTAs and how additional spark that you have uh, and, like, you go to a new team and you feel like you got something to prove. Your body doesn't lie, Ashu. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And the turf and the new offense and the new personnel and your offensive line being your biggest weakness, which for an old running back, ask Tom Brady what happened when the offensive line disappeared. He disappeared. That's what happened. All of a sudden, he disappeared off planet Earth, and we have yet to hear from him again. It it can look it can happen quickly. I, I think the Jets are going to be. I would be much more confident in the Jets if I was looking at a team that was playing in the NFC because the AFC is just stacked. But that team is certainly good enough. Look, I said yesterday, really, you, you might have the most confidence in them over any team in that division just because of the way that the Bills sort of looked a little lost at the end of last year, putting aside the Demar Hamlin situation and also the offseason and what's going on with them right now. So, all right, here's tier two. Tier two quarterbacks are they can carry their team sometimes but not as consistently they can handle pure passing situations in doses or you know possesses other dimensions that are special enough to elevate a team above a tier 3 quarterback uh, they have a hole or two in their game so here's the tier 2 quarterbacks it's Jalen Hurts Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, your guy, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford still in there, even after last year, a lot of injuries. Deshaun Watson, even after not playing football for essentially a year and a half. And then good old Kirk Cousins, who, by the way, you can't not love that guy if you watch quarterback on Netflix. He is the best. He's just such a, just an all shucks kind of guy. But it, I, I, I'm, like a couple of these are names. Who do you want to know about? Because like, I'm here to help you dig all right, in. Here, I I have a thought that I okay. think is a little controversial. Okay. Is we're just putting an MVP in tier two? As in is that what we're doing? As in I Lamar mean, Jackson? Yeah, MVP but MVP winner. So here's the. I mean, I wouldn't put Lamar Jackson in tier one. Um, it's, would you put Deshaun Watson in tier two? 
you're basing that off of what we saw before Cleveland, what we saw a year and a half ago. So what this is saying is the bigger sample size is that Deshaun Watson is who he actually still was in Houston versus what we saw last year after not playing football for a year and a half in Cleveland. I, I No, I am out on that. I am out on that. I am out on Deshaun Watson. I am, But I am in on Lamar, and I am in on Jalen Hurts. I guess you could say for Jalen Hurts that the reason that he's Tier 2 is he's only had one really, really good productive year. That was an MVP year, though. Jalen Hurts would have won MVP if he would have not gotten hurt. For him to be 6-7 and seven with Lamar, I guess maybe the t- my Tier 1 is a little bigger. I would take out Aaron Rodgers, and I would have six quarterbacks in Tier 1. Who would you add? Lamar Jackson and... I would add Lamar Jackson and, and probably Jalen Hurts. Probably Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jay, I mean, I the only thing that I, you would have caution with, and I know they're not the same player, but remember, Carson Wentz looked like an MVP before he got hurt, and then it was never the same again. Now, I know Jalen Hurts didn't get hurt. Totally different story. But, like, we've seen players have that big skyrocketing year, and then they kind of maybe level out a little bit. I'm not even saying Jalen Hurts is going to do that, but I can understand him being in Tier 2 until we see more of it. But it's he's trending upward while Deshaun Watson is still at best plateaued versus trending down. So that's why he's kind of on the back end of that right now. Here's if you're looking at passing yards. Guys to lead the league in in touchdown passes next year. It's Mahomes at plus 275. Joe Burrow plus 450. Josh Allen 5-1. to Aaron Rodgers at plus 650. And Herbert 11-1. So each one of those is the quarterback that's in Tier 1 right now. So that shows you we're looking at like none of those should be surprises whatsoever. Then after that, Dak Prescott, sixteen to one, in an offense that I know Mike McCarthy has said wants to run the football more. But you and I talked about this yesterday. I don't know how they're gonna run the football more when they don't have the the weapons to really be able to do that. Dak Prescott may have to throw the ball a lot more than what they want to actually go and, and have game planned week by week. Yeah, and what I would say about that is this, is if you, if you, the knock on you, which is, is a fair knock on Dak, which is the fact that he turns the ball over more than almost anyone else. It's, I think Taylor Heineke only had a higher turnover than Dak Prescott in all the qualifying quarterbacks last season. So if you say that, you say, okay, well, if he has to push the ball downfield because he doesn't have the opportunity to run the ball, guess what? His picks are going to be high this year, too, folks. The interceptions aren't going down if you have less options to work with. And that's including Brandon Cooks, who have who has looked awesome uh, so far in camp. To me, if you don't have a running game, uh, you're not a high-caliber quarterback. Just the way it is, facts. Look, I, I still think Dalvin Cook added to that roster would make a whole... I'm glad the Cowboys Woo! don't do it. I think that makes a huge difference. That puts Dak Prescott in a much better uh, position to succeed. All right, we're going to find ourselves a quarterback that could take a big jump this year and where the bottom half is of these guys, too, and what types of seasons they could have. It's BetMGM The Night.